Hello, mamas and papas. Welcome to Dad Smarter, Not Harder, the podcast that teaches parents the minimum effective dose to raising capable, confident, and mentally strong children. I am your host, June Loiza. I live in San Francisco with my wife and two daughters, Juniper, who is four, and Kimball, who is two. And today's episode is titled, Parenting is Madness, Absolute Madness. And the way I came up with this episode is I got a question from a listener absolutely wonderful mother. And she asked me, how do you keep your composure when all hell is breaking loose? I just get so frustrated that instincts take over and I lead with punishment. Any advice? Absolutely. It's such a good question. And first of all, I want to tell you that I myself struggle with this all the time. It's so easy when something happens. Let's say Juniper hits Kimball. Let's say Kimball hits Juniper. It's so easy to just quickly react out of emotion and anger or frustration and lead with punishment because punishment is going to get you immediate results. They're going to stop doing it immediately, but then they're going to do it again. And then what are we really teaching our children? We're teaching them that they shouldn't do it because if they do, if they do hit, for example, then we will hit them or we will yell at them or we will punish them. So they don't learn. They just learn to fear us. So what I want to talk about today is how I get myself in the right mindset every single day to face all of the challenges that our children are going to give us. And first of all, it starts off with understanding the objective. What is the objective? And I truly believe that it's to raise an adult that is fully capable, that no matter what challenges life throws their way, they can meet the challenge head on with confidence and figure it out. Because what's the opposite? The opposite is a child who looks to you to tell him what to do. For example, in the great book, How to Raise an Adult, the author, Julie Lincote, talks about how there are these obsessive helicopter parents that just want to tweak and maximize everything about their child, their grades, their extracurricular activities, to make sure that they're absolutely optimizing into getting into the best, most prestigious universities. And at the end of the day, what do we want for our children? Do we want them to fulfill our dreams? Do we want them to fulfill what we think is success? No, absolutely not. Our children need to be empowered. They need to feel the strength and power within them to make those choices themselves. That is the objective. So what does success look like? Ultimately, it means that you and I, the parent, us, the parents are no longer needed. It means the child can figure it out for themselves. I have struggled with this myself because I look to Juniper, I look to Kimball, and I think, oh, I need them or I want them to be engineers, to be mechanical or software, hardware, whatever it may be. I want them to be engineers because these are the careers of the future. But first of all, that's my first fallacy there. I can't predict what are going to be the careers of the future. But more than that, I should never dictate what careers or what majors or what colleges they're going to go to. I need to prepare them so that they can figure that out on their own. Because ultimately, they have to be able to make the best decision for themselves. So how do we get there? And it starts today when they're little. Every step of the way, it's going to make a big difference. 
So I'm going to tell you a story. Juniper and Kimball were at the table and they were playing. I think it was with Play-Doh. They were playing so well. And then Kimball takes the Play-Doh from Juniper. And I feel it. I sense it. Oh no, here's the friction. And I'm hoping I stand back and I'm watching this happen. I'm hoping that everything that we've taught Juniper and Kimball, Juniper will be able to use her words and they'll be able to share and they'll be able to take turns, right? That would make me so happy. And I would feel very accomplished if they could do that. But of course, what happens? Kimball takes the Play-Doh out of Juniper's hands. Juniper bumps her on the head and it was a pretty sturdy hit. Kimball starts crying, crying and bawling her eyes out. I come in, I swoop in and I really, I really want to bonk Juniper on the head too. So she can feel what it feels like. Because then in my thinking, if I bonk her on the head too, then she'll learn, oh, that actually hurts and she won't do it anymore. But what would happen if I did that? Juniper would start crying. She would get out of the zone to be able to learn because children don't learn when they're in an elevated emotional state. So first things first, I grab Kimball and I soothe her. I make sure that she's feeling okay. I make sure that we breathe together. And then I talk to Kimball. Kimball, if you want something, then you can ask for it. You can use your words instead of taking it. And Kimball, she's old enough now. She's two years old. She understands. And she's able to communicate with Juniper. With Juniper, the challenge right now is teaching her that this anger, this reaction, this hitting is not the solution. That we have to use our words. We have to influence. Because what's going to happen? As she grows up, she's going to get more and more challenges. She's always going to face these challenges. And right here at home is a great playground where she can practice how to resolve it. And if I were to retaliate, if I were to punish, send her to her room, put her in timeout, take away her toys, we lose that opportunity to teach them. So what do I do? First, take care of Kimball. We talked about that already. Next, talk to Juniper. And I can't just tell her what happens. We have to think like Christopher Nolan. We have to think inception. We have to figure out a way for her to realize it herself. And the best way to do that is by asking questions. Juniper, what just happened? Sometimes she tells me what happens. Sometimes she doesn't. This time she did tell me. She said, Kimball took my things and then I hit her. All right, great. We're in a great place. She realizes what she did. I asked Juniper, how do you think that made Kimball feel? Hmm. I don't want to talk about it. Hmm. I see. That's okay. If you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to talk about it now, but we can talk about it when you're ready. So that's another thing. Sometimes they're not going to be ready to talk about it and that's okay. We're going to come back to it later. Give them that opportunity and that space to digest it. And then we'll talk about it later. It's hard for many parents. It's hard for me because in the moment you want to retaliate. You want to make it fair. If this child was hit, well, then we have to make sure that it's fair. This other child needs to know either the pain or the suffering that the other child is going through. We have to make that solution immediate. And I'm here to tell you, not everything is going to be an immediate solution. So it's okay. We table it. We tabled it there. Juniper and Kimball are fine now. They each have their own Play-Doh and they carry on. And then right before bedtime, that is the sweet spot. You can read your book before bedtime and then you can talk about it. Juniper. What happened today? And we went through the scenario. This also comes from the book, The Whole Brain Child. 
It's a great way to play back the entire day and go through it step by step. Juniper, what happened today? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> of course, they're going to be like, I don't know. So you got to you gotta set the scenario. Remember, you and Kimball were playing with the Play-Doh. What happened? And we go through it step by step. If she doesn't remember that she hit her or she doesn't bring it up, well, Kimball took the Play-Doh from you. Then what happened? Eventually, we got to the point where Juniper said, I hit Kimball. And I asked her, how did Kimball feel? Juniper said, Kimball felt sad. Yeah, she felt really sad, didn't she? I would feel sad too if I got hit in the head. Yeah. So what can we do next time? And you don't tell them what they can do. You let them come up with it themselves. So what can we do next time? And if she doesn't come up with it, you can both try to guess or share ideas. Maybe you can nudge her in a certain way. Because we've been doing this for quite a while, Juniper knows that she can use her words. So she tells me, I can use my words. That's right. You can use your words. We can communicate. Maybe we can distract her with another toy. I start giving some ideas as well to remind her of what she can do. I remind her that she's a big girl now. And big girls are able to communicate, are able to work with their little sisters and other kids to accomplish what they need to do. And that's what we talk about. So let's wrap this up and close the loop. First and foremost, understand what is the objective is to raise a fully capable adult. Let's align on what the success looked like. It means that ultimately we are no longer needed and they can make those decisions themselves. So how are we going to get there when times are tough, when emotions elevate? We have to remember if we act out in anger and emotion right then and there, it's not going to solve our long-term objective because we need to make sure that the kids are responsible and they're acting in the best way possible, even when we're no longer there. And if they're only acting in a good way because they fear our punishment, then we haven't accomplished the goal. So if you have siblings that are fighting, first and foremost, make sure you attend to the injured party. You talk to them as well and make sure that they understand that they can communicate and use their words as well. Now, with the person that did the hitting, you talk to them. You ask them questions. You have to pull off the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight. No, it's not the Dark Knight. It's the other movie, Inception. You have to pull off Inception in them so that they come up with their own solutions, their own ideas, and that is the best way that they're going to learn. All right, we're going to end it here tonight. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter, at June Loiza. Thank you so much.